Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled, New Levels Equals New Barriers. And I talk about a problem and conflict that I recently came up against and actually got coached on to have a deeper clarity and understanding of what was going on. I describe a conflict between two values that I had that was just resulting in me not showing up the best way in my relationship. So I wanted to share with you this conflict and how I'm going to get through it, the tools, the tactics, and the awareness that I'm using to get beyond it. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone is having a fabulous day. Uh, it's about mid, just past mid-July, so we're in the heat of the summer, which is awesome. Uh, and it seems to be flying by as it always does. And Jess and I got married now a couple, few weeks ago already. Um, and we already have an entire schedule planned for pretty much the remainder of the summer. So it's, it's going to be action-packed, but... It's short-lived in Canada and especially in Edmonton, so we're going to take full advantage, go on lots of trips, do a lot of um, fun activities together. And today I'm recording actually midweek, something I normally don't do. I usually record these in the morning on the weekends just when I'm feeling inspired and alive in the morning. So I've already had my work day and I'm I'm squeezing this one in the week because we're going to Canmore this weekend to go camping, just Jess and I. And then we're also going to go hopefully look at a couple uh, condos there, which, um, as I've mentioned before, we're in the market for a condo for, to, to turn into an Airbnb. So that's pretty exciting. And uh, I don't like excuses. So here I am recording my weekend episode so I can have that clear and be present and enjoy uh, our camping weekend. So I just want to dive into the episode today and it's on something that I was struggling with. I like to bring topics that I go through, challenges that I go through because the way I navigate them, I believe that the way I navigate them is very relatable to how many people are going to need to navigate their own problems. There's there's a lot of the tools, a lot of the tactics that carry over into implementing towards any issue, any problem or just self-improvement in general. And there's a line that I thought about while I was kind of brainstorming the idea for today's show. And I, I came up the, with the words that just because we improve ourselves or our life does not mean we are in the clear and life won't have any more problems. In fact, the more we scale up, the more potential problems we will have. And as you've seen, the episode title for today is called New Levels Equals New Barriers. So I found myself coming up against this barrier that I didn't necessarily have before, but it's been a, it's been a bit of a trouble spot and I wasn't happy with the way I was showing up. And uh, I'll just kind of describe to you what problem I was having. So... It, I, I had a coaching session this week where I, where I explored my, my conflicts and my problems. And I wanted, in that session, I wanted to explore the resistance behind why I 
can't mix the loving, caring, kind Joel when I'm in my work or productivity mode. I wanted to explore this because I don't enjoy how I show up when I'm in those modes and neither does Jess. So I've definitely come a very long way from who I was at the start of my relationship, from who I was at the start of really um, before I learned how to implement personal development and work on myself and grow and become a better version of myself, as you can say, um, I learned along the way to express my feelings, be vulnerable, have completely open and honest communication, be more affectionate, expose and confront all of my insecurities of myself openly with Jess. I learned how to be less selfish and really to change the way I show up with my energy and mood when I put my focus on that. So, you know, I, I, I really learned how to do that. I learned how to go through those transformative processes to get me to where I am today. And one thing I guess I didn't put my focus on or I didn't fully explore was, okay, when I'm very intentional and I've, I can be, I know what's coming. I know how I want to show up. I know what I'm doing the next day. I can be fully there. I can be fully present, whether that's with Jess or just whatever I have set aside in my calendar schedule. I know how to use all those uh, tools and the mindset. And I just know how to show up in those manners. I've, I've, I've gone through the process to learn how to show up like that. But where I struggle is I have kind of two different sides of me. I have a very empathetic, caring, gentle, fun, funny, likes to have fun side. And I also have this extremely dedicated, consistent, motivated, get shit done mentality side to me as well. And what I haven't learned how to do is mix both of those worlds. So now that I've learned how to show up in my relationship and be a very loving, kind, more affectionate, uh, you know, com communicative man in my relationship, I've learned how to do that. But I haven't learned how to mix that in to the hardworking, dedicated, you know, get shit done mentality guy. It's either kind of one or the other. For for instance. Let's say I'm behind in my work. Let's say I haven't done my podcast notes. I, I'm missing a couple days in the gym and there's only two days left of the week. I have a lot to do that I've told myself that I would get done. And let's say I'm working hard in my, in my office and Jess comes in the door with a smile on her face and she's ready to just be all loving and, you know, be light energy and, and, and just get along. But when she walks in, I am in the mindset and in the frame of this is the get shit done Joel right now Jess I do not have time for this that and that's just what is happening with me that's not who how I want to show up that's not what I'm desiring to carry forward but that is what is currently going on right now I've really compartmentalized these two sides of myself and I haven't learned how to fully integrate them together so something that I'm definitely working on and, and I had to really expose this conflict for me to get the necessary awareness around it of, okay, what exactly is going on here and how exactly am I going to get out of it? So I want to explain that to you all today. So 
Yeah, what I realized during my coaching session that is that this is a struggle point um, because it's a conflict between two of my values. I have a core value of showing up as the best version and the best husband and loving partner as I can in my relationship. But I also have a very deep and internal value of the guy who gets shit done, the guy who's motivated, the guy who will say what, the guy who will do what he says he's going to do. And both are important aspects that I've built my internal reputation around. So you can see how I kind of get pulled into one or the other. And up until this point, it's like either been, okay, I'm in my relationship. I'm here with Jess. I can go all in. I can be all into that relationship, be there, be present. But when I'm in work mode, I'm all in, I'm all present. And that's not to say that that's not going to change, but it's just during those transition points that need to change. You know, if I'm, If I'm in the get shit done mode, it's very difficult for me to exit my office or exit that without thinking about it, um, carrying on those thoughts about around work or around what I need to do or around my fitness or around whatever it is. It tends to occupy my mind. So I haven't learned the transition process of how to navigate from one to the other. It's either I'm all in here and my mind's occupied even though we might be hanging out. Like I haven't learned how to meld and mix both worlds. So um, one powerful question that got brought up during my coaching session was that, yeah, there's, there's two categories here. And the old and current version of myself is separating both of these categories. Now, the new version or the new reputation I want to hold true is to be the guy who can do it all. Because during that coaching session, I articulated that, you know, I have a reputation of being the guy who gets shit done, the guy who holds true to his word. And and then the coach had asked, what is the new reputation that you would like to carry forward? And I said, well, I want to be the guy who can do it all, who can have the amazing relationship, who can get stuff done and who can mix and flow in between them both. So, Um, you know, I want to be the guy who's an amazing husband one minute and then the next be a machine and be super productive. And I believe that's possible. And I believe that's the person that I want to become. And that's how I want to lead. And that's how I want to show up in my work life, in my productivity life, as well as my relationship. So again, I continued to search and discover what I needed to do to make this change possible. So to experience any change, we need to first be able to create who or what we want to be in our imagination, or at least come up with the idea, come up with the vision, be able to articulate who we want to be. Because if we can't picture or imagine or articulate who we want to become, there is a very little chance that we will become what we desire to be. There's, you know, if we just say, I want to be better, and it's that vague, how the heck are you going to even know what better is? You know, it needs to be dialed in. It needs to be specific. And we also need to be able to fully articulate the problems and issues we currently have. Because without fully exposing them, 
um, they have a sneaky way of resurfacing over and over again. So we need to fully understand what the problem is. What is happening? Why am I faced with conflict? Why am I not feeling the, you know, the, like I'm acting out as the best version that I could be. What exactly is going on here? Why are there conflicts? Why is Jess not happy in these moments? Why am I not happy in these moments? We need to be able to fully express what is going on, the psychology behind why it's going on. Usually it's connected to you know, what's really meaningful to us or what our values are, such as for me, my values, I exposed what was going on. There was a conflict between my values. There was a conflict between my relationship value and my hard work and get shit done value. So for me, I had to really get clear on what exactly was happening and then get even more clear on who I needed to be to get beyond this conflict to evolve to that next stage, to evolve to the next level. That doesn't mean the next level is not going to come without challenges or obstacles as I'm faced with right now. That just means that I need to level up so I can level up to the next playing surface. So when we set a target goal, especially in personal development, we shouldn't strive only to get to that end goal. That shouldn't be our focus at all times of, oh, I need to get there, then it'll be good. I need to get to that end goal and then everything will be better. Rather, we need to frame it or should frame it as it's a place that we are coming from. Our goal is a place that we are coming from. So for me, my goal is to be able to meld both the amazing husband and the hard worker together and be able to flow my energy between both of them instead of being so restricted and compartmentalized to one or the other. So if my goal is to come from that place, I need to actively live that and live as if I've already achieved that goal for it to become a habit, for it to become ingrained within me. That's the part that we normally get tripped up on because we think that it's going to be resolved once we get to that final target. But getting to that final target doesn't just happen. We need to come from our goal, live from our goal as if we've already accomplished it. So for me to actually attain it, turn that into a habit, I need to slowly start to implement the way that I imagine I would need to be to accomplish this. So, I, you know, it's like getting reps in at the gym. The only way to get bigger, the only way to grow those muscles to, is to work out. So I need to slowly work out this new Joel. I need to slowly start living in the present moment, li outwardly living how I need to be to accomplish that goal in the present moment, in my day-to-day -day life, every day, day after day, repeatedly, until it becomes the new me. And then, oh, I've you know, ta-da, I've achieved the goal, but it's because I came from that place. So um, some things I will be doing to help me with this. Uh, like I said, step one is, is always awareness. So I personally got coached on this matter this week, just a few days ago, um, to gain extreme clarity on what was going on here. What exactly is happening? Um, and as I say, awareness is always the first step. And I usually tend to link it to about 30% of the puzzle. The other 70% is the action coming and living from that goal, doing it over and over again. It, you know, that's, that's the hard part. The, the awareness and clarity isn't going to solve the whole puzzle for you. It is a mandatory first step always. 
And that's why, again, coaching is so, so important and powerful because it usually will give us enough awareness and clarity around what's going on, how you want to change things, where you want to navigate towards, and it gives that awareness, which is necessary for any change or progress. So when we're going to come up against any change, we need to pump ourselves with every reason why we need to do this, aka the pain and pain versus pleasure chart. So every time I come up against something, I try to come up with as many reasons, uh, powerful reasons as to why this is going to bring pleasure into my life and what pain would be inflicted upon me if I do not go through with this. So I'll just blast out a few examples that I came up with here. So for pleasure, what pleasure will this bring for me in this particular instance? Well, it's going to have fewer conflicts. I'm going to have fewer conflicts with Jess. We're going to get along better if I'm able to manage my moods and able to be able to manage these transition periods a lot better. There's going to be more ease and flow into my life. I'm going to be congruent to the men and the people that I will be helping uh, with my coaching and services. You know, I want to be that absolute leader. This means a lot to me. I don't want to just be some guy telling people or helping people, you know, how to achieve their dreams and how to accomplish the things they want. Like, I want to be leading with that. I want to be congruent to my teachings. Everything on the, that I say in this podcast, I honestly try my best to implement and to, to, to live by in my own life. I'm not just saying this to say this. You know, I'm saying this mainly because I need it, I implement it, and it helps me in my life. And if it can help me in my life, again, being someone who came from the opposite spectrum of implementing any of this stuff, I truly, deeply, firmly believe that it will work and help other people. But with that, I want to be congruent to my teachings. I want to be a leader. I want to be living that lifestyle myself as well. I don't want to be phony. I don't want to just be saying words. And that really means a lot to me. Um, more pleasure that will bring to my life is there will be a lighter energy around my work because I always feel so restricted and constricted when I'm in those grind mentality modes like okay I need to get this done I said I would get this done and it's just like plowing against pavement you know a lot of friction and I just feel like I'm pushing against it I'm not letting things flow I'm like I said I would do this so I need to do this or otherwise it's the worst thing in the world you know like I'm just creating these false parameters that aren't necessarily healthy Yes, they've worked to get me to this point in my life. Yes, there's been many positives from them. It, you know, it's helped me manifest a lot of things in my life and it's helped me get to this point right now. But to get to the next point, to get to the next level, that is not going to serve me. You know, I need to have lighter energy, less constriction around I need to get this done. And when I can alleviate some of that pressure, and it's only pressure that I've put on myself. No one else even knows what I'm doing. It's all internal pressures that I put around myself. So when I'm able to alleviate those, I truly believe that that lighter energy is going to just help a my everything in my business flow better in in and out of me. There's not there's no restriction around me. There's going to be more flow and ease in my relationship. So that was a, those were some big pleasure points that I, that I came up with around this topic. 
And what pain will this cause if I don't change? So there's going to be more conflicts. There's going to be more conflicts with Jess. There's going to be more internal conflicts of beating myself up. I'm going to feel more restricted. <clears throat> There's going to be that heavier energy of I need that desperation. Desperation is never good. You know, it should be a flow of just creativity and input of effort with positive energy, not that heavy I need to get this done, that friction energy. There'll be less happiness. You know, I'm not as happy when I'm always just consumed by it. Um, I won't be trudging through the work and, you know, like I said, letting my creativity throw, flow through me. And then also another pain point is it wouldn't be fair to Jess if I don't work on this. You know, I, that's, that's something that I've, I vowed to her that that's part of our commitment is that I will continually evolve and work on myself to be better on how I show up. And if something's bothering her and if it's something's not jiving or grooving with her, you know, we got to, we got to, we got to mix things up. We got to change things up. So in this instance right now, I fully realize that I got to mix things up. I got to level up. It's time to do things differently. So that was just an example of the little pain versus pleasure chart that I had done. Again, writing this out and getting it all on paper is a lot more helpful, but I'm just kind of giving you a vague description of some tools that I use to help me when I'm coming up against a transformation. So I also found that it is helpful to have a word that embodies the transformation that you want to go through. So in this particular instance, the word that I came up with was and is surrender. Uh, it's what it's the word that worked in the first place when I was first going up against the one biggest pain point in my life that I need to get through, which was the way I was showing up. I was showing up grumpy. I was showing up with awful energy. I was just showing up my worst. You know, I give my best during the day and then I'd come home and I'd show up awful. I was grumpy. I was low energy. I was non-communicative. I held everything in. I wasn't expressing my emotions and I really needed to shake that up. So I did a lot of research. I did a lot of reading and, you know, a lot of processes and tools. And during meditation, when I was going through that, the one pivotal word that I had to lean on and really believe in was that I needed to surrender my old self. Hence the name of this podcast, Surrendering Average. You know, I continue to surrender my average self. I continue to grow and evolve. And in doing so, I need to surrender where I was at. So it's no different for this place right here. I need to surrender this constricted energy of compartmentalizing my relationship and work and being able to meld and mix those together. So I believe that vocabulary and the words we use can be extremely, extremely powerful. If we put a lot of meaning and association behind them, it just amplifies what they mean. And the beauty of it all behind words and vocabulary is we can actually put our own unique twist and meaning on a word. So surrender might mean something completely different for somebody else. But for me, I've put the meaning behind it that surrender means I'm evolving to that next level. I'm evolving into that better version of myself. I'm shedding my old skin. I'm shedding my old habits. I'm shedding and surrendering the old Joel into the 
version that I want to currently become. So I've put that specific, unique meaning on that word. And I just truly believe that, you know, words can have a lot of power behind them with the right association. And the tool that I'm going to lean on the most here, um, and again, practicing what I preach, practicing what I teach. Um, I've been meditating only in the mornings recently. And again, I've used the excuse as, oh, I don't have time for this because I've I just have so much on the plate on my plate right now that, you know, the morning meditation is enough practice for that enough time to clear my mind. And, you know, I've just, I've just kind of formulated it like that in my mind. But when I look back at, okay, how have I gone through drastic changes? How have I really leveled myself up? And it boils back to meditating twice a day. You know, when I was meditating at night, it was truly a practice field for me. It's where I can play over and imagine how I want to show up without being faced with the physical in real time challenge. And when I'm visualizing or playing it over in my mind, I can make it normalized to my mind, to my psyche. And there's a ton of studies that back this. This isn't just me saying this to say it. I only started meditating because of all the research and visualization that I saw behind it. Like there's studies of people visualizing how to play the piano, at shooting a basketball better, all of Joe Dispenza's work. Like there's just so much science, so many studies that back this up. And I've experienced it firsthand. You know, when I had to change being that grumpy, low energetic version of myself, I literally every single night would play over and visualize me myself walking through the door with a smile on, giving Jess a big hug, you know, feeling the emotions of love. It's very powerful and important to feel the emotions of how we want to feel in that moment, in that rehearsal, when we're visualizing or in that quiet space meditating. So for me, I'm going to visualize myself you know, being able to flow back and forth from being productive, Joel, getting shit done and being loving, being present with Jess. I'm going to play that over in my mind. I'm going to picture myself sitting in my office and her walking in when I'm in the middle of work and standing up and giving her a big hug instead of saying, sorry, Jess, I have a lot to do. Like, I, I can't pay attention right now. I'm, I'm literally going to play it over and change and make it more familiar and more familiar over and over and over again in my mind. And it's the perfect practice field because you're not actually faced with the external circumstances and unknowns that might come with, uh, you know, somebody else's energy. Like Jess might have a different energy that's going to come in and make it more challenging to do in real time. But going through the reps, going to the practice field in visualization and meditating is going to equip me with, uh, hey, hey, Joel, you've been here before. You know what to do. You know how to handle this. You've played this over. Just like practice, just like sports, just like the gym, you need to get those reps in before you're faced with the game time decisions, with the game time plays. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to show up. You're going to have a poor performance. It's the exact same thing. Why do so many athletes visualize and meditate there's a science behind it there's proven track records of why this works so for me i'm going to try to implement this tool and lean on it again because it's worked before i believe in it and again i want to be congruent with my teachings and what i talk about so i'm going to jump back on that train and start to do it with this and i i know i'm going to get better at this and shed the old version of myself so um 
Yeah, that's pretty much summing up what I got coached on, what I what I am going through, how I'm dealing with it, and how I'm going to get through it. And I believe it's going, you know, you don't need to be going through the exact same thing as me to be able to take this information and implement it in your own life and in your own problems and how you want to evolve and how you want to upscale your life. So again, if, if any of my work, if any of my podcasts resonate with you, if, if you're really wanting to excel, if you're wanting to step through and break through your old behaviors and habits, if you want to improve your relationship, especially for men, if you want to be able to, uh, really implement these tools and practices it's very difficult to go at on our own and that's really why i've built my coaching business kind of around that niche again i'm, I'm out there to help anyone who, who wants help and if any of my messages if any of my podcasts resonate or relate to you um, please feel free to check out my website at joelmahe.ca you can send me an email to coaching at joelmahe.ca. You can check out my Instagram. My, my name is just Joel Mahe. And I'd love to connect. I'd love to collaborate. And I'd love to help if you're ready and at a place in your life where you want to, like I said, scale up, progress, break free from those barriers. Because as we level up, you know, there's going to be barriers, but that doesn't mean that those barriers need to stop us. Sometimes we just need a little bit of help, extra focus, extra attention to, to, to blast through those. So I just want to leave you with some final words and saying that I thought I would share what I'm currently working on personally to let you know that everyone's journey will be filled with areas where we can consistently improve. There's no end point. Rather, we need to try to come from our goals, not get to the end target of the goal. We are not put on this planet to coast by and react to life. We are here to be creators, to be challenged, and to grow. And each new level will bring a new set of barriers and obstacles. But I believe every single person has the capability to level up from their current circumstances. And that includes you. In doing so, you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have an amazing day.